Hello, everyone, and welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, let's restart our factories after COVID. But how? Now that we're essentially through the first wave of COVID-19 infections and the great pandemic, everyone from macroeconomists to manufacturers are finally warming up for the big restart. In fact, there's a whole cottage industry that's evolved to help manufacturers get going again after this unprecedented economy-wide shutdown. Now, a lot of them are the standard business consultancies, and they'll tell you to take care of your employees or restart your supply chain or show leadership. But for the men and women actually responsible for production processes, restarting after this is not going to happen with an inspirational email. Here's what I'm watching for during the restart phase. I expect that smart manufacturers will begin by examining the state of their production processes at the moment of shutdown. Do they close the lines cold or hot? If cold, was production equipment shut down according to the MRO procedure, or the machines just idled like a normal Friday end of shift? Was the last data before shutdown backed up, and has the idled equipment received consistent power over the duration of the shutdown? Has anyone inspected the lines during the shutdown? How much warm-up does the equipment really need to truly equilibrate before a restart? Assuming your process is so robust that one push of the big green button lights up the plant, can you keep it open consistently? If your inputs operate on a just-in-time basis, it's highly unlikely that your entire supply chain will ramp up in lockstep with your operation. Who can deliver and who can't? Can you second-source components that will be late? Do you have the space, the people, and the technology to warehouse components and raw materials until supply chains restabilize? And how do you finance that inventory? Then there are the human factors. Will everyone return to work? Will some older workers elect to retire? If schools and daycare facilities are still locked down, can your employees return to work even if they want to? Now, if enough critical personnel are disrupted, a short-term solution may be an afternoon shift or split shifts to accommodate family needs during the pandemic. There will be productivity consequences. What about work in process? If no one has touched those partially completed assemblies on the line for two months, how do you know where to restart? And what about quality? It may be possible to backstep in the assembly process to double-check the last operations before shutdown, or it may be necessary to regard anything that comes off the line in those first hours or days as non-conforming and add additional testing or inspection. And who pays for this? Now, I've seen a case in the automotive industry where a two-day shutdown due to a main transformer failure resulted in the scrapping of over a thousand units of in-process work. Because it was simply cheaper to start from scratch and 100% inspect partial assemblies that no one has touched since the sudden shutdown. And in this crisis, you may be training new workers, implementing awkward social distancing measures for existing workers, and working with suppliers with whom you have little or no prior relationship. Short of commissioning a new facility, I can't imagine a more stressful situation. Now, I still miss the shop floor, but there are times that I'm glad I'm here in the studio talking about it rather than enduring it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of End of the Line. Tune in again next time.